listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Butter a carb? Will you stop eating? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Hey everyone, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 18 of Foodies Watching Movies. I'm your host, Veronica, and with me as always... Nate Phillips and uh, Sarah Van Lanningham. How's it going, guys? Whoa, it's me. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. It's been a while since we've uh, done a foodies episode. The last time we did a foodies was live at LaFeeCon, which was in April. And since then, I don't know if you guys know this little bit of trivia, you guys have not done any podcasts, except for, with the exception to yesterday's one mm-hmm. exception. There's always an exception. But you have not done any of your own podcasts since then. We kind of had a break. We were in Ohio doing stuff, and the pours were awesome and took over for us. And Ninji chopped an episode out about junk food and junk (laughs) movies. So grateful for them. And can't wait to do another episode with them. But we've got a lot on the plate today, I think. Oh, see what I did there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We we do. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was thinking since it's been a while, we should catch up and talk about the food adventures or misadventures we had recently because we did take a road trip out to ohio do you want to talk about that yeah i do want to talk about i just um i was just thinking about uh just if there were any other food experiences we've had in between there too and there really aren't these are the two that really stick out the most for me so we played a show in dayton or columbus first sorry Mm -hmm. we played a show in columbus that was fun. One of the bands My told us. My sister came to that show. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, but one of the guys who were cool with in one of the bands told us to go to Mikey's Late Night Slice for a piece of pizza. He said, it's the best pizza in town, man. No questions asked. Yeah, and we got to know what the pizza's like, you know. And That's when I thing. hear, listen, you know, because you're you and I'm me and we like we love pizza, but <laughs> listen, best pizza in town, That's a that's a standard that really... If you're going to call it that, it better be a damn fine slice. Correct. Correct. I don't think we got damn fine slices. It was the energy in the place was strange, just as it was. You know what I think the problem was is that we play a lot of um, smaller cities, you know, and then when we do go play bigger cities, like when we're in Chicago or 
not necessarily indie, but, you know, bigger cities tend to have a different vibe to them and a different Mm -hmm. group of late night people that are out and about in the world, you know. And we just happened to go to the part of town where there was lots of bros and lots of drunks and... uh, Cretans. Cretans. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Lots of uh, young blonde girls. Wow. Not making good decisions that night. Yeah, that's all I... Wow. Yeah, what? so that pizza place would have been really cool. I mean, they had really cool art, but we walked in and we were getting scoped and it was, Ooh, it was yeah, just yucky. It was it just was a yucky. bad vibe. So we get this really fucking expensive pizza, $25 yeah. for a, a pizza. <laughs> and we take it back to our little Airbnb, which was super nice. That was, that mm-hmm, was a highlight yeah. of the trip. I liked that. And uh, I don't know. I think it was like Heartburn City. It was so spicy. For no reason spicy. And like, we had these other sauces, unicorn sauce. And that was actually pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> I, it didn't make the pizza taste better, though. It just it just was like, okay, now my shitty pizza just tastes like this cool sauce. Like, right. The pizza was really spicy. I don't know what the deal was with that. Mm-hmm. Probably to get them to buy more beers to, you know, Wash that down, yeah. Terrible. But yeah, I was I was not pleased. No. That was a terrible pizza. But had it been under, I don't, whatever. It, it we had better food, though. We did have better food. As I mentioned, my sister came to that show. And uh, the next day, we got to visit with her and her little baby, my little Luca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, her husband has friends that own a Thai restaurant in town. So we decided to try it out. And it was the best decision we could have made Ooh, yeah. in a long time. It was magnificent. We have been complaining for a while now, probably even on this show, that uh, all the good Thai food places have closed in Northwest Indiana. Mm-hmm. And the only one that we do have left, which I still like, but they just, every time we've gotten food from there, they've gotten it wrong. Yeah, and it's been bland and under seasoned, un- like way under seasoned, or something yeah. or new owners, right? It something's different. Yeah, that it's not. It's not Thai food. It's not the same. No, so it's not. We had delicious Thai food in Ohio. Is yes. the point of that whole rambling? Yeah, we went to this yeah. place called uh, Thai Paradise. Oh, and it was. It really was. Man, <laughs> everything we ordered was off the chain. We ordered a bunch of like different appetizers, and I know that we got. I know I ordered some spring rolls because those things. I just had a feeling I was like they're going to be. They were the good ones with the glass noodles inside. Oh man, yeah, those (sighs) were really good. Mm -hmm. And they were served with like uh, that. What was it? A peanut sauce, like. Yeah, which I, you know what, I didn't really use it. I just straight up had the spring roll. But that peanut sauce was also for the chicken satay that we got. Ooh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that had the chopped up cucumbers on it. And you put a little bit of the peanut sauce on it, on the chicken. Please talk about (gasps) that chicken satay because it's, it was the craziest thing. And and I'll use the word I used when we were there. It's so aromatic. There's so many flavors happening and not just in your mouth profile, but in like your, your nostril senses. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, in your nostril region. Disgust. (laughs) Oh, you you want to turn that light off? Go ahead, man. It's not a big deal. That's fine. Yeah, those um, appetizers were incredible. But the the chicken satay, like the you would eat it and it would be like the the warm chickeny flavor. You'd start to taste the peanuts a little bit. All of a sudden, the cucumber, right? That was what was yeah, on that. Yeah, it was like the fresh would come through super fresh and cucumber. crunchy. And then whatever that like um, other sauce was that was on it, like the you know what I'm talking about, the sweet and sour. Yeah, was that what was on it? The red sauce. 
No. I thought there was like like a kind of like a uh, like almost a honey glaze on that. Oh, on the chicken. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. On what the chicken, the chicken satay. satay. He might wants have to know been what like, it was seasoned with. Here, I think it was like maybe like a dry rub of some kind. It yeah. Like. Definitely. There wasn't, well, there wasn't was like a sauce orange. on it. Mm-mm. But it wasn't dry either. It was ske- so good. Skewered chicken breast strips marinated in Thai spices, grilled and served with peanut sauce and cucumber yeah. salad. Yeah, see, like, yeah. but like a dry rub. Like it was whatever spice. was in the cucumber salad, though. There was like a sauce of the cucumber salad. I don't know. That was good know. though. It was really good. It was, it really, was good. really good. We ordered two things of crab rangoon that were delicious homemade and had corn in it of all things. That was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, corn I've never, in the I've crab never rangoon. Seen that. The corn king approves. I approved. I, I was all about it. I'm all about that life. I'm from yeah. Indiana, man. Corn's in my blood. <laughs> I mean, those kinds of things, it's like they were incorporating the land, right? Right. The Midwest. <laughs> right. Let's just put corn in it, you know, right. in something. We'll hide it in here. I did like that everything was homemade and <laughs> apparently intentional, you know, that's cool. Yeah. And they had such a killer menu because it wasn't just Thai food. They had Japanese options. They had Chinese options, Mongolian, Korean. They almost swayed you. I, I almost can't got believe Chinese. what you, you were I doing. I almost went it. for the orange chicken, and then I was like, oh, man. No, I saved the day. I talked you down. Yeah, she's like, you'll be real mad if you don't get Thai food. I was like, yeah. And then right. I chimed in and, and <laughs> yeah, doubled right. down with that, and I was like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> think about what you actually want to eat. Mine was probably like one of the best ones. <laughs> Ooh, it was good. I liked mine though. I always get the pad. So seyo. what did you guys yeah. get? What was your main course? Well, she just said she gets the pad seyo. Oh, you did say that. So yeah, that's one of I my favorites that. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pad seyo is it was delicious. I tried mm-hmm. some and it was really flavorful. Uh let's see. Their pad seyo has um I'm scrolling on their site. Sorry. So Feel free to fill this. What I like space. about that di- dish is that it's generally always the same at any Thai food place. Mm-hmm. You can count on it being good. What do you like about it? Oh, about the dish that I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it has like a sweet soy sauce, and I like that the noodles are the wide rice noodles, and yeah. they soak up the sauce. And they'll usually throw some broccoli in there which i like and i they like usually broccoli. put egg in it too right and egg yeah there's some egg stir fried in there i like that a lot um but that's pretty much it and then you get your protein i like to get tofu because if they do it right they have it a little bit i don't know if they like uh saute it or if they actually like fry it some places do it one or the other usually it's, sauteed usually but it has some texture to it it's not just like like falls apart right tofu, you know Mush. like you'd have like in miso soup or something it's not like that right they but, sear it yeah and that soaks up quite a bit of the flavor mm-hmm. of that sauce too so you just have all of that going on yeah that's yeah. a good one they call it like a light one. soybean sauce yeah that's what it's called on their mm-hmm. site yeah, natalie got the one dish that none of us liked yeah Ooh, that was strange the larb yeah. Chicken larb. I don't it think it like was larva. right. It was that boiled chicken. They had like boiled yeah. chicken. Like it tasted like it came out of, like if you picked all the chicken out of a Campbell's soup. Yeah. You know? It was not our yeah. favorite. It was the only one I didn't try because you guys had not liked it so much. I was like, I don't want to try this. It was served in this weird light red onion sauce. Weird. Yeah. Like, it, it was powerful. Yeah. It, for me, it was really bland. Like... Every bite was different. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I got a really oniony bite. Then. Maybe you did, yeah. But everything else was incredible. 
we were so pleased because we had been suffering for so long without good Thai food. V, no, what I did you them. order? I ordered the Pods Woon Sen. Yeah, that was delicious That's as well. That's what I always get. Man. It's like thin rice noodles, and uh, I like it with egg and tofu. Mm-hmm. Delicious. It was Yeah, it's very like a garlic, good. a light garlic sauce and pepper. I love that shit. Spoiler alert, all the leftovers were good. <laughs> Yeah, that Good. was a great a great uh, food venture. We deserved that because yeah. we worked really hard. <laughs> I went and uh, yes. I ordered pad thai mm-hmm. just straight up because that's my jam with chicken. Yeah, yours was good. I it liked was, it. It, it. It was just as good, if not better. It was probably better than exotic Thais, and that's my first favorite. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it was, it yeah, was that's delicious. That's what a bar is set around here. And then, of course, your sister got that larb. I want to say it was called the larb guy. <laughs> Steam. I don't know if that's right. Cream of some young guy. Steamed. <laughs> damn it. Steamed minced chicken breast tossed with onions and roasted peanut in a lime dressing. It's supposed to be. But I don't think that's what it was. No. That... Can I tell you something really funny and embarrassing? Sure. You just started, so it looks like it's coming out. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay, so when I was younger and I had seen Wayne's World... My mom had decided that we were going to get like Chinese food or something. She's like, So, what do you want, Veronica? And I was probably like eight or seven or eight. And I was like, I want the cream of some young guy. And she's like, oh, What? And I'm like, What? Because I didn't get it. Just, <laughs> and then I got it. And uh, it was pretty embarrassing. You're like, wow. Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Wayne's World got you. Got me. That's got great. Me good. <laughs> yeah, that meal was absolutely stellar. Uh, it set me right for the night because we had to drive into Dayton and play another show and mm-hmm, that, then drive home. That mm-hmm. was my only regret about the Thai restaurant is that I wasn't able to get curry because we had all that driving to do and right. another show to play. And You just don't want to like fill up on a bunch Fate. of curry in the middle of the day <laughs> when you got something like that coming up. I mean, it's just not a great idea. Right. Playing with fire. Yes. <laughs> Playing yeah. with literal fire. Yeah, so that was my only regret. I did not get to try the curry. Can we shout out real Next quick? Yeah. We're talking about this trip. It just made me remember. Can we shout out Exit 140's Steak and Shake for being the best goddamn late night Ooh. steak and shake ever? My God, we've complained so many times about these horrendous steak and shake experiences in the middle of the night because it's the only fucking place that's open when we're on the road traveling. And it's delicious. I mean, I'm not going to lie. And it's- every time we're waiting there for like 45, 50 minutes, I mean... Mm-hmm. And they just get you trapped in there, and it sucks. It's the worst. But exit 140s was flawless. There was like, one car in front of us. That five made, minutes. It was five minutes. It was beautiful. And the food was perfect. It was. It, it was, was really good. I don't know. That's a, a tradition that carries over from a first band. You know, you play a good show, and Steak and Shake's just mm-hmm. the thing that's going to put It's shit. just going to put you right. It really mm-hmm. will. And you know, I heard sure some did. unpleasant news about I'm, Steak and Shake. I was hoping you'd bring this up. It's true. Mm-hmm. What you're about to say. Uh-huh. Talk about it. Is it true? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. You can talk about well, it. Well, it's real. Uh, <laughs> so they've started closing. They, they just closed 7,000 Steak and Shakes. And do you want to know why? It's Ooh, because yeah. 
they are in a, the middle of a lawsuit with their like their managers because they've been overworking them and not paying them for Correct. overtime. They and that's owe. why the service is so shitty. That's why every single time we've gone to a steak and shake in Indiana, there's been one person on the floor and she's panicked and she's running her ass off and not getting tipped because their business model is fucking flawed and they're ruining it for everyone. Right. So the the lawsuit is like $7.7 million that has to get paid back to managers for overtime paid. Up to to 70 hours per manager was worked without compensation. That's insane. That's a week of work for some of those managers. Yeah. And and they've been getting away with it, man. Because. Deplorable. Churlish. Churlish. (laughs) Deplorable. But it is deplorable. In fact, it is. good word. Yeah, it's deplorable. Yeah, uh, it's you know if that's what comes to it, if that's what happens, if Steak and Shake goes down, that's their fate. Someone will rise up from the ashes. But it's not going to be the same. All I want in my life is for In and Out Burger to be nationwide. It's not as good as Steak and Shake, in my opinion. <gasps> You're wrong. I'm not. You haven't had In and Out Burger from California. <laughs> Damn it! You got me there. I had the shitty one in Vegas with all the. I had a great one in Vegas. It was the. It was like brand new. They just opened it when we went. I know. Listen, still, it's not the same. I will say, if it comes down to a battle of fries, Steak and Shake has it. Oh my God! Steak and Shake's fries are the bomb. I ain't even gonna apologize about that. Do they have the best fries? In and Out Burgers. Oh, they're they're not good. Their burgers are great, but their fries are fucking wretched. They taste like cardboard. They're not ever salted. They're not cooked like something. is up with the oil that they use that it just doesn't taste right. Right. And I mean, they only have like six things on their menu. Right. So why? why can't they get it right? They, they're cutting them. But if you only have that many, you have to curate them. Mm-hmm. You have to You do know it what right. I did when I was in LA? I went down to the In-N-Out Burger on Sunset and I got my my two burgers. <laughs> not gonna lie. Be real. I got That's my fine. two burgers, my two cheeseburgers. And then I walked a couple of blocks down to the Chick-fil-A and got some waffle fries. And perfect. It was the perfect lunch. I mean, fuck Chick Fil A. I mean, fuck Chick Fil A. This was before, but though. But this also, was a, this was yeah, this was yeah. a few years ago. And also, yeah. their waffle fries are tits. I mean, just I being mean, real, they it are. Sucks they're really that their good. Their food is so good. It really does. It's, yeah, it's but fuck that company. But anyways, <laughs> um, you know, we had another food adventure that I think is worth bringing up because this is something V celebrates all the time. We talk about it. The first dog and suds of the season. Woo woo. So anytime we go down to Lafayette, we're probably going to be getting dog and suds if we can help it. It's my favorite. But we got the first one after LafayCon day one. Mm-hmm. And damn, it was good. It was good as hell. I have loved it. Have you never had it before? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, have? We've, I've, we've had it a couple times. We had it uh, the one year. We went to Wyatt's first birthday party. That's we right. Had yeah. That's right. I remember. Yeah. I do. I try to have it at least once a year, but we've been going to Lafayette a lot more, so it's going to be more of a, a thing because it's cheap and it's really good and reliable and it's adorable because they have little car hops come out to your car and deliver you your food and your root beer and your frosted mug. I got to remember to ask them if they the have... same people for like years now, which is weird. I got to remember to ask them if they have nacho cheese for my hot dog because I don't like the shredded cheese. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I want nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. You have to be specific. Yeah, I didn't know that. You got those big coney dogs, yeah. like the foot long ones. That's oh. where I fucked up. Like I should have got the foot long hot dog because it's the equivalent <laughs> of two hot dogs. Uh, 
and that would have saved two me of money. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just get two of those? Jesus. It's like four hot dogs. Eat them at the ballpark. Oh, my God. When I was at the ballpark <laughs> with Ollie for his t-ball game, I was so fucking hungry. Like, sometimes I don't get to eat for a while, you know, because yeah. I'm busy. And uh, I had three hot dogs and a bag of chips and a pop and some candy we saw you we met you at that game <laughs> yeah and i was sitting there all like sick feeling i was like i just smashed three hot dogs really fast and one of them had cheese yeah. you're like i don't think i can eat for a while <laughs> and i didn't i don't think i ate until like five o'clock the next night <laughs> oh <laughs> man yeah well, I, hot dogs uh, are my jam i love them they are really good <laughs> i had one of those actually the cheese dog just couple days ago at the yeah, ballpark. Yeah, cheese is really spicy. It's too spicy for me now. I'm starting to realize mm. that <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's weird because I... you're getting I, older, you've been getting heartburn a lot more. By everything. Yeah. Fucking tomato sauce, heartburn. Fucking air, heartburn. Mm-hmm. Cheese, heartburn. You just need to do straight up lemon water every day. Oh, I love lemon it. water. Just lemon water. I'm all about that life. Yeah, you should do that. I'll get into that. <laughs> anyway, since you're uh, interested in trying new things, let's talk about some new things that we've watched recently. Hey, great segue. I do what I can. We now have HBO Now. Mm-hmm. I'm super Stoked. pleased. Stoked. Super pleased about this. Obviously, for you know, the unfortunate uh, fortunateness that was Game of Thrones. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking sir? about that? We could if we I mean, want. It's not really a movie. It's not the right podcast. It's more of a journey into comics and all things nerd kind of thing. You're right. right you're right. Well, besides Game of Thrones, HBO now also has a plethora of wonderful movies to choose from that we have not had a chance to watch in a while because they are never on Netflix or Hulu. The only other two streaming mm. things that we technically have, right? Currently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've been... Uh, I think we should just talk about what we watched today. Sure, bring it up. Let's okay. get into it. I was really surprised that Nate had never seen the movie There's Something About Mary. <laughs> Childhood me, trauma. Me too, me too. You know the story because I used hair gel. People used to make fun of me about that movie and I just knew and it was And now you a, know why. And it was a jizz thing and I didn't want to be the jizz kid. That's just it. Aww. Like <laughs> In the small town USA, like no. jizz hair is not what you want to be. That's for real. I'm being for real. I know. So it like traumatized me and I didn't want to watch that movie because I was like, oh my God, like I don't want to know how bad it is that people are making fun of me on what level it is, you know? Well, now that you know, how do you feel? <laughs> Like, I didn't do my hair anything like that and fuck those stupid people. Like, yeah. fuck them all. Fuck the haters. Yeah, like, that's exactly how I feel because, honestly, my hair did not look like that. And that was just yeah, ridiculous. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that whole movie is goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. From bell to bell. And I had to close my eyes in a part. You... Everyone knows the part that he's referring to. I didn't. The beginning in the bathroom. You just told me to look away because I wouldn't want to see it. And I stayed looking away until the whole scene was over. (laughs) Until I knew for a fact that it was good. Yeah, he didn't want to have anything to do with the Franks and Beans. No. I really wish I wouldn't have said anything. (laughs) Why? I would have cried. Because it would have been funnier. It was the same thing that happened when you thought you were about to see Cameron Diaz's boobs. And then all of a sudden it's that old lady's (laughs) prosthetic titties. (laughs) Her leather. Shrunken oh man! Bags. Oh, <laughs> yes. Nate's face was oh. so funny. <laughs> the, this movie just—that's a hard one to watch. This one belongs in the nineties. 
Yes. It didn't age so well, I don't think. There are some moments that I was just 2019 like, 2019 would not have approved of that movie had it been oh, made today. Oh, hell no. No, I, I, at the end I said that we needed to make a list of all the things. That would be a big like, oh my God. Red Flag City. Use of the R yeah. word. It was rampant in the movie a little bit. <laughs> The Some fact that she ended up with one of the stalkers. <laughs> yeah, she was like the dumbest protagonist. Yeah, like, all the bad man. guys were the worst kind of bad guy. Like, yeah. right. absolute sociopath. Scum. But you're supposed to hate them. Like, so right. that's like kind of part of the thing. Chris Elliott was fucking nuts in that movie. Oh my <laughs> <With> god! <his> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. Like, what is he doing with his life I don't now, know. Nate? Find out Looking for me. What is up. Chris Elliott doing? What is this future where I can be like, hey, what is Chris Elliott doing today? And you can just <laughs> look on the computer and be like, oh, he's filming it. Blah, 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 blah. Or <laughs> sitting on his ass doing nothing. He looks old as shit. Aww. Aww. Come on. Uh, okay, so it just he, reminds me of scary movie with the little hand. He's actually on, I, I <laughs> can't. Baby hand. I can't believe he's playing a character named Ronald Shit. <laughs> what? What? Oh my god! I just took a sip of my coffee. <laughs> yeah. I almost spit it out. It caught us. There's a show start. called Shit's Creek. S C H I T T S. Oh, I heard that that was funny. Yeah, he's oh. apparently Ronald Shit. <laughs> you can't say it it's awful say okay it. ronald say shit it. it's spelled weird it's just funny to me <laughs> he was also in the last man on earth he was uh, but he's doing a bunch of tv series is what it looks like mm. he's not been in the movie so much um he was in the sandy wexler movie that was a uh, adam sandler flick he played mr button i didn't see that no i don't know what that is mm. i loved him in groundhog's day yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was a, a hilarious movie. How many pizza slices would you rate it, Nate? Oh, okay. Well, it had me laughing throughout. I will say it was very comedic. You enjoyed it. You thought I, it was funny. I thought it was good. I don't think that. <clears throat> I don't think it necessarily tells the best story because it's like the path to hell is paved with good intentions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ben Stiller's character got his ass kicked the whole movie. Like, man. <laughs> and I said that actually after we watched this movie, that this movie is like the, it proves that sometimes the guy who gets all the worst luck is still going to get the girl, you know? Like, right. mm-hmm. you could have the whole entire universe fuck you over and just kick you in the teeth. Right, but the troubadour serenading you gets shot and goes you over survive. a You Correct. <laughs> and you stay alive. And there are meats on sticks. That movie. Yeah, that was a funny one. I'm glad that you watched it, and I'm glad that you liked it. I think it's a three and a half pizza slice solid. Mm-hmm. I don't think it ages well for the time, and I do think there are some ill just jokes and stuff that I would have just cut if I was an editor nowadays. Like, you don't need was, that. Yeah, the 90s were different. Lot of lo- there was yeah, a lot of lowbrow humor that was that was in there. But some of the lowbrow humor worked, though. Like I said, the... the you were rolling with the, the gags with the dog. The yeah, the dog. dog got me. That shit was hysterical. Because <laughs> it's so insane. Like, it's so over the top. Cause right. I, like, well, because I'm like, this know. can't get any worse. Because he's sitting there and the dog dies. or So you think, and you're like, oh, God, he killed the dog. Yes, this is funny. And then... <laughs> And he's trying to revive it with the the lamp, yeah. and I'm like, he's gonna set it on fire, and he actually sets it on fire, and I'm like, this yeah, is ridiculous. Set the dog on fire. <laughs> and then the dog comes back to life miraculously. That part was kind of like, couldn't well, it's get a Farley yourself. Brothers movie. Yeah, what did you expect? Couldn't get yourself out of that pigeonhole, you know. But 
It was mm-hmm. good. It was good. One of their better works. And I can't believe that I hadn't seen it until now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, you like all, a lot of their other movies. Yeah. True. <laughs> very, very true. So what else did we watch via HBO? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I watched. I was, are we still rating the movie? Yeah. Go ahead. Did you rate the movie? No, I just asked him what his piece was oh. like because he had never seen it before. <laughs> it's okay. We oh, should yeah, all rate right. it. Yeah. That's okay. We I'm, can move on. That's cool. I was I would I'd probably say 3.5 piece of slices. I'd say oh. it's like a thin crust pepperoni. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to. An old stand me by. An old stand. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> thin crust pepperoni. Not just pepperoni. It had to be thin crust. Right. It's a little extra. It's pretty funny but it's not a work of art to me no it's could not, have been I don't slapped think... together by anybody right it's like the pizza hut when you want house of pizza okay <laughs> <laughs> how many oh pizza God. slices would you give it sarah <laughs> i'm so glad that i asked you this yeah, question uh oh, now i have to think about it oh dang well let's see i'm going to go ahead i guess i'll give it three and a half i was going to give it three but then I'll give it the half point because the guitar player gets shot at the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think like in that one moment, it's it's kind of like that movie, watching it as an adult, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like it was uh, almost like it could have been a comic book. Yeah. Because everybody is so bad and stupid that they're... They're like when people in the streets draw caricatures <clears throat> of you Correct. and you have like, you know, large features and stuff. They were just like, just ridiculous, right. you know, and like the songs all played into that mm-hmm. because the songs were so bad. They knew it was a they joke. They knew that it was a joke. Right. You know, the whole thing. So then when you think about it like that, it's like, oh, there's something else going oh, on. And then pretty you, clever. Yeah. You drop all the other stuff out that we don't like and it could be a really good thing. But I'm sticking with, yeah, we're going to go with three and a half, I guess. So I think I almost did the four just now. You were talking it up. No, I had to rein it in. Mm Got to remember some of the, yeah. Then I remembered the time and place it came out of, and I was like, no. Speaking of which, we watched another movie from a very similar time The Cable Guy. (laughs) Yeah, I love that one. (laughs) You know what Sarah said earlier? No, you didn't watch that with us, but Sarah said earlier when we were watching this movie that she could totally see Jim Carrey playing Matt Dillon's character and there's something about Mary and it would be a totally yes. different movie but it would still work. Oh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, think about that. Different creeper vibe altogether. Yeah, Jim Carrey's got some weird shit going on in his head and that's totally evident in I, The Cable Guy. I keep saying it like he's one of those people I just want to sit in a room with. I don't even know <laughs> if I would even need to talk to him. I just want to look at him and just... Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. This is like, Absorb the energy. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I know that's Osmosis. Weird. Yeah, I like I shouldn't say I don't want to talk to him. It's not that I don't want to, but uh that I wouldn't have to. Like it would be enough. Like it would be enough. I'd be like, "Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just want to get a little bit of whatever that is." Mhm. He's like a genius, I think. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And he's been in so many great movies, especially great 90s movies. <laughs> yeah. He went the distance in all of them. Just yeah, he really committed. I know. That's true commitment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite Jim Carrey movie? Ooh. Oh, my How, God. Okay, rephrase. No, I know the What's answer. What's your top five Jim Carrey movies? Okay, of easier, all time? easier, 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 easier. One, top number one easily, Liar Liar. 
I love that movie. It's oh, it's flawless on multiple levels. I rewatched that not that long ago. Okay. And I feel <clears throat> like I remember it holding up. I still enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. was a little bit as a <laughs> divorcee. I felt like it was a little excessive and I wasn't really in the right frame of mind to watch that movie again because mm. it takes place about a, you know, yeah, yeah, with the kid. Like and all yeah, that, yeah, 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 all that bullshit. So I wasn't like as hyped about it as I wanted to be, but it was still funny. Okay, so, so that was one. So Liar Liar, I would say two is Ace Ventura 2. I liked that better than the first one. Oh, interesting. Ooh, I, I disagree. I'm a rare breed, but there were just so many little tiny stupid moments in that movie that get me. Like the he's carrying the dude that looks like the Monopoly man. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Like, that shit killed me. This killed me dead. Like, hysterical. That movie. When that fake rhinoceros births him. Oh, oh man. So that's ridiculous. <laughs> but that's comedy. It was that's comedy the gold. I'm talking about. Yeah. Correct. But One of the many. I, I, I liked that movie. I love Dumb and Dumber, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. Uh, we just rewatched that not that mm-hmm. long ago. Mm-hmm. I think I would put the cable guy at four, and just because it was so ridiculous and it wasn't really a typical Jim Carrey movie, Batman Forever goes on there because he was the Riddler, and mm-hmm. he played it. He, he yeah, interesting. He, he Jim was the Carrey Riddler. Riddler. He was a Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and yeah, the Riddler as Jim Carrey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my top five. What about you guys? You're forgetting a lot of really good ones. Oh though. no, I'm not. I know. I, there's a lot of really good ones. I just have weird taste. I have one that, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Sure. I really like The Mask. Oh, um, see that? I haven't seen that in a while. I will watch that with you anytime you want. <laughs> Can I replace Cable Guy with Mask? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I think that's 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 it. a better play because I that forgot. That was my first foray with uh, Jim Carrey was The Mask. Really? Before, oh. Well, yeah, that and In Living Color. Yeah, In Living Color was like, oh. Fire Marshal Bill. My mom loved yeah. the Fly Girls. I always wanted to be a Fly Girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't we all in jazz class? Yeah. I dressed as one for Halloween. Later. I didn't, because mm. I have no idea what the fuck you people are talking about. Fly <sighs> Girls? You don't know about the Fly Girls? No. Nope. What's wrong with you? Did you watch In Living Color? I di- Why didn't you watch it with me? I put it on. I used to put it on sometimes. I don't think, I re- I don't think I've ever seen it. They have like, <laughs> dancers? Are you serious? Damn. What? This is like Supermarket Sweep all over. I again. know what yeah. Fire Marshal Bill is. Like, you never I know saw Jim Supermarket Carrey. Sweep ever. Nope. Like, never. well, I made you watch it, but you didn't. Yeah. What else haven't you seen? Wow. See, this is why Mary. I made that segment. The segment of I can't believe Nate hasn't seen that for real. <laughs> yeah, it's no, true. Because there's a lot of them on there. <laughs> it's real. I'm like name a couple that you'd be shocked he hasn't seen. Oh, okay. Um... Let's see, movies that I haven't seen that people will typically watch. Like, uh, okay. Have you ever seen Casablanca? Yeah, that's an old school movie. <laughs> I've seen that movie. <laughs> have you ever seen Gone with the Wind? Absolutely. Quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I know that film. 
I've only seen it like once or twice. My grandma had it, so I watched it with her way back. Yeah, the last time I watched that movie, it was on four VHS tapes. Yes, Uh word. (laughs) I still have those. (laughs) Oh, it's a long and three intermissions. See, you're going too far back. I'm talking like modern movies that people typically see. Too far back. Too far back. You know, like for a while, I'd never seen. Where's the cutoff? Any of the Indiana Jones movies. But oh, yeah, I've you haven't seen, seen Temple of Doom. That's the one I haven't seen yet. God, and you haven't seen Clockwork Orange, have you? Yes, I have. You always try to say that. It's I'm one of my sh- favorites. I think oh. Sarah hasn't seen it. I haven't seen that all the way through because people tell me it's rapey. It's fucking intense. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's I, a little just, rapey. I have to be in the right mood for it. I'm not against it. I, You know, art, whatever. But I just have to be in the right mood for it. It's right. an intense It's a rare, rare, rare day that... Your one is ever in the right mood for that and I movie, feel like but it is a good movie. I would need to watch like American Psycho first, <laughs> just to like warm up. That would get you in a good frame of mind for sure. That's it. Seems like it. Mm. Whoa, God, I love that movie. Like, anyway, uh, we were talking about Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys That's should name. Sure. Yeah, I said that you've one movie that I also really like of his that I don't like to watch anymore. Like. I've seen it several times, and every every time I've seen it, it's made me incredibly depressed. Was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Ooh, yeah. But that he was so good in it. That was like one of his first big, like, super sad, dramatic movies. You know, like mm. indie movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was sad. I've got I've got a few that we haven't talked about. Sure. Go for it. I have two of them. Mm-hmm. One of them, Bruce Almighty. Right. Yeah, that was great. Two thousand four. That was flick. a weird one. But the second one is the Truman Show. Oh my god, that's like one of my f- and top favorites. It's so good mm-hmm. and so like ooh, that's one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. Another yeah. one that needs to be on there is Man on the Moon. Yeah, that's oh, excellent. you know I didn't watch that because people said it was sad, and I really I it know. Oh, it's really sad. Oh, oh, it's so good. I know. Oh. But hey, if but you watch it ever sometime. in the mood to you know feel a little blue about Jim Carrey, I'll watch that movie with you because it's really mm. good. He's excellent in it, and he like is famously had like method actored the shit out of that and mm-hmm. just he became, became Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. I read all about and it. The movie, I watched like, and you the guys, documentary. There was a documentary. Yeah. yeah. I wa- I even think I watched that. I don't think I just watched the actual movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, I watched it. Watch we'll yeah. watch the movie sometime. I could watch that movie again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hmm. What other Jim Carrey movies didn't we talk about? Kick Ass Two is a Jim Carrey movie, but he's in what? there a limited I did not role. See yeah, that. he he his character is um, the MacGuffin death of the movie. Mm. He gets killed, and that's what sets the new team up. I see. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. Um, yes, man. Yeah, I vaguely remember that movie. That wasn't one Zoe of my favorites. Chanel. Yeah, she kind of bugs. I don't sometimes. remember that movie. He is like a grump who says no to everything, and then like he takes some fucking sage's advice to just say yes to everything, and, and he it changes just his life. he blindly just starts saying yes to everything. Oh and then yeah, he falls in love with Zoe Deschanel, and then Zoe Deschanel's like, "You only fell in love with me because you say yes to everything." So if mm-hmm. I would, you blah, know, blah, 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 if blah. you would have been normal, you you wouldn't have went to my show because she's in a band. That's right, I remember. Yeah, yeah but, it was dumb. Like, no, that movie had some good <laughs> spirit to it. The number 23 is another Jim Carrey flick. We haven't talked about that. Some dark shit. You loved that movie. Oh, <laughs> fucked up. It, it's it's haunting. Yeah, you like, wa- I remember you watching it like several times after <laughs> you saw it. Probably like four times. I remember yeah. that movie. It was all right. Yeah, but then it bugged. It got like a little intense. Because yeah. then, then I'm like, 
anything can be numbers. Like I can make any number any number. You know, like fucking four is, is the number. The fun out of it. Well, <laughs> I go. had to, or I was going to become obsessed with the number twenty three and become <laughs> Jim Carrey in that fucking movie. Like that's the problem. Is just like God. rotted my mind. Mm. Well, there was mm. another movie that I had seen on uh, HBO that I thought I'd bring up today. Do it. Um, the Royal Tenenbaums. Ooh. Did you ever see that, Sarah? Uh, I watched that a really long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I tried to watch it several times since, and I'm like, oh, it's, I don't know why it's hard for me to get through that movie. It's, it's really dry, isn't it? But, well, yeah, on rewatch, because I hadn't seen it in a long time, because yeah. when I used to watch it, it used to make me feel kind of blue. Like, yeah. I, like, I, it was like yeah. a bittersweet kind of movie where I just felt like, kind of depressed afterwards but it was still like that artsy wes anderson thing you're supposed to like be intrigued by you know Mm -hmm. i don't know upon rewatch though years later i think that it still holds up i still it made me feel the same way that it used to make me feel Mm -hmm. which makes me think about it Gene Hackman's in that movie? Yeah, Gene Hackman. Yes. I mean, I think it's it's really funny. It's got mm. its funny, quirky things that I liked. It was one of my f- favorite Wes Anderson movies when I was like in high school, you know? It's good. It's good, and I don't yeah. really like Wes Anderson that much. I would side on the side that he doesn't really make that great of movies, in my opinion. Mm. I think that he's made some great movies. I think like the other Rushmore one... Rushmore was great. The other one that See, you I watched. loved Rushmore. Yeah. You know I loved Rushmore. What's that movie you watch oh. all the time? Moon, Rise, Kingdom? Oh, yeah, I liked that I movie. I like that movie. I think that movie's all right. Yeah, the Royal Tenenbaums has a Moonrise Kingdom vibe to it because it's got that dated look to it. And mm. I love all the actors that are in it, you know. I love Angelica Houston. I love Gene Hackman. I do not like Isle of Dogs. No, I didn't like that one either. Ooh, that, yeah, Bomber. that was Super depressing. A- Ugh. Not what I thought it would. No, be. left a sour grapes in my mouth. Ooh, yeah, I yeah. wasn't about that. <laughs> yeah, I like immediately tried to forget about that. By the time I got to the parking lot mm-hmm. for that one, I don't remember why we went to go see that. Because Yuhas was in town and we were oh. gonna go do something, and it was like the only movie in theaters, and it looked artsy, like Kubo and the Two Strings. Not like Kubo and the Two Strings was fucking awesome. Let's go see this movie. Oh. And that movie was not the same. No, yeah, I remember feeling just really like, oh. We're the only yeah, five dark. people in the yeah. theater. Yeah, for real. It was so weird. Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> strange. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah, well, anyway. You know, you're talking about things you've rewatched recently. Guess what you recently rewatched yesterday? Uh, yeah, I rewatched Endgame. We can actually talk about it now. The spoiler ban is lifted. It's been almost, it's actually been over a month by the time this comes out since the movie's been out. It's destroying at the box office. I don't know if you guys are aware how close it is to. You've been following the numbers. What are they doing? Okay, so check this shit out. All time worldwide box office right now. You have Avatar sitting at the top with $2.78 billion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that in its, t- in its lifetime, it brought in $2.78 billion. Now, here's the thing. If you guys will remember, Avatar had two screenings, the initial release, and then Christmas later that year, they re-released it in theaters right around the time they were about to like show off that they were going to have it on 3D Blu-ray. So it was the big like market push, and that's what got them the top spot of all time. Now, Avengers Endgame 
who knows if they'll do that at Christmas this year? Probably not. But right now, as we sit, Avengers Endgame is at 2.67 million, meaning they are less than $110 million away from toppling Avatar and being the highest grossing movie of all time. Damn. That's crazy. Well, what'd we expect? <laughs> I hope there's cake at their party. <laughs> yeah. I hope I it tastes know. good. Yeah. <laughs> Must be. What did you guys think of <laughs> Avengers Endgame? I've talked about this movie till I'm fucking blue in the face. So I want your guys' opinions and thoughts on this film. You've both seen it a couple times through now. Well, I've seen it twice now. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, honestly, there's things wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Go Damn. on, Tyler. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Hey. I'll, I'll join him in the ranks of a queen of the unpopular <laughs> opinion. But, uh, yeah, there's some shit wrong with it. Like? Uh, well, they could have done things a lot different. How? <laughs> well, they... I don't care. I mean... <laughs> no, but the people want to know what you think. That's why we do this show. <sighs> Nobody wants to know what I think about Endgame. <laughs> Believe me, I I don't think they could have wrapped it up any differently. I'm fine with how it all happened. Um, I think that if they would have just, you know, killed Thanos in the first movie, <laughs> it might have made a difference. Clearly. Like maybe Thor should have went for the head. Maybe, you know, when they were about to pull the gauntlet off of him on that planet with you know, Iron Man you know, when they're on Titan. Maybe they just should have cut his fucking arm off. Drax could have stabbed him a I bunch mean, of times. I mean, they could have just like pushed Quill out of the way and been like, bitch, shut up. We're almost there. You know, like there was mistakes made. Yeah. And sure, uh, it could have been a different movie. <laughs> I'm okay with how it happened. I mean, they had to wrap it up some way. And I, I liked the vibe of this movie because it had a lot more levity to it with the cast. Yeah. And it was a uh, nice seeing characters we hadn't seen f- from the previous movie you know ant-man and all that jazz I, I don't think that they necessarily needed to kill tony stark but someone was gonna die he wanted to die yeah, yeah. did a, you see it, it in his, his whole prophecy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm fine with it i mean it i'd see it again how about that? Oh. I have seen it again and again <laughs> and again and again. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. really liked this movie. I do, and I've been like studying it and breaking it down. That's why I'm not going to say anything more about it, because I've already studied and broke it down. But um, Well, I have not. What do you think about the movie, Sarah? From a music perspective, I think that you uh, maybe enjoyed it. Would that be going too far to say? <laughs> oh, my God. Is it really that bad? No, but I don't know. I, I, sometimes with Hollywood movies, you are very particular about the scores because they either captivate you or they don't. And I know that with Avengers Infinity War, you actually have some parts of that movie you really love based on what choices they made with the music. So I just wanted your uh, recall on uh, Endgame. Well, I liked the end of the movie, the uh, first movie, the music. I've yeah. told you that before. The thing, the Thanos when, scene at the end, but I mean, here's the thing: Marvel Universe has been around for like a decade, right? Yeah. So they've had enough time to create the superhero theme and make it cliche. 
all in one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. They haven't, they, they, when they go back to themselves and their own themes, it's like all of a sudden to me, I'm like, oh, like it, like, it, yep. Ah, the wind is out of the sails, you know? That's how I felt when I rewatched it yesterday. Right. This is it. like 10 years as opposed to, say, Lord of the Rings, which was, I mean, a long time, but it was only three movies. And like when that, like when they're climbing up the mountain and the theme, co- the home theme comes back, like I was bawling like a baby. It was just in the, the music in that movie. I mean, it's, you know, over the top, mm-hmm. some of it, you know, but it's used in such a way that's like, oh, like knives to the heart type of stuff. Um, just, it's, you know, because I was thinking of movies that are like long, epic journey totally, type totally, things, absolutely. you know, but that's the thing mm. about the superhero stuff that's bugging for me these days because initially i was like oh you know you hear that now you've heard that's that's like four things it's the flash it's mm-hmm. uh you know which is not even a movie you know yeah. like it's, it's all superhero <clears throat> trope it's it's become its own cliche which i guess is not i mean i guess that's what it is when you have a style but so i go back and forth on that but maybe because so, i'm room for growth and change yeah, I mean, at the same time, I understand the need to have branding with it. I mean, when you're in the big Hollywood thing, that's what most people, you know, the stories only go so deep, mm-hmm. you know, they go deep enough, but they don't only go so deep. They don't go super abstract with it or anything, you know, so the right. themes have to be there. They have to be strong like that. Um, but it's gotten to the point for me since I don't, I don't know why it's all, it all gets jumbled up I where I can't differentiate them anymore you know like the flash theme sounds like the avengers theme sounds like this sounds like and i'm not i can't even think of them all but like i just feel like i have to really think hard to remember the exact things that are happening because they're so similar so uh yeah i don't i didn't dislike it in that way it's just that's that's the way i look at it it's like an analytical thing i can't enjoy movies anymore i think you still enjoy them (laughs) I think it's just looking. You you have the music I brain. You're listening through a different lens. Not everybody listens through those musical but that's, ears. That's why I can't relax. You know, I have to play a video game because then I'm doing something while I'm wa- like, and the music is repetitive, so it's like uh, it's different. Right, that it's makes different. Sense. There's a task happening. Like I, it's like I can think. That's the only time. If I'm watching movies or TV, it's like it's like the superhero theme. I'm on my bike and I'm riding. That's the Flash, by the way, the one you're doing. Yeah, that you've done over and over is the Flash. I know. I what I enjoy about the music in movies is sometimes more the absence of it. You know. Yeah, I appreciate a good long silence. That's important for a narrative because it gives the audience time to digest what's happening, not just have it constantly spoon-fed to them. You know, that's what the music does. So then the music becomes more, you know, it has carries more weight when all of a sudden it's there, especially when it creeps in to an emotional scene. Like I don't have any examples off the top of my head, in particular about the movie we're talking about, but. Just that type of stuff, you know? It, it was a long movie, too. I, but, you know, I thought the pacing was pretty fast. Like, a yeah. lot was happening, and I felt like and that's, 40 minutes in felt like 20 minutes in, you know? Uh, yeah, and for me, like, I when I remember I was when I was sitting in the theater watching it, I just kept thinking, like, I don't want any more stuff to happen. Yeah. And I was getting stressed out by it. I was like, just we were don't, really stressed I don't out. want any more. Just have it. Uh, 
have the thing whatever is gonna do it just do the thing you know like i don't know let's go home i want to be done now (laughs) and i'm not saying that as a critique necessarily i just was getting antsy with it the story that just like what they built to a fever pitch for sure yeah and it's all built on two lines i mean the the on your left line is like a oh shit moment and then when cap goes avengers assemble i mean that's that's the payoff for everything they did in that movie was to get you to that point, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're there. Everybody yeah. is finally together. I like how they wrapped up Captain America's story. That was yeah. sad and sweet all at the same Made time. Made sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I didn't like the Hawkeye, uh, the Soul Stone thing. Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of them had to go. And it wasn't gonna be the I one guess with the family. that's the, those I, are the people that they had to have that happen to. And, I don't know. I mean, if Rhodey and Nebula went, yeah, what's Rhodey going to do? Nebula couldn't have just taken the plunge for him. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do with Rhodey and Nebula? Have Rhodey throw his legs off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lose that which you love? Let me get rid of these little things I that help know. me walk. You know, but well, no, I think they would. He would Red Skull would probably make them go home and get what they like. Oh, that yeah, that's true. You must return. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's that's the only thing, but. I thought that Hawkeye's story was very redeeming in the movie because he mm-hmm. loses it all. He goes off the fucking rails. He becomes the worst of himself and then gets brought back to the light, wants to be the guy that makes a sacrifice play and is told, no, mm-hmm. you've got a lot left to live for, and now it's your your actual second chance. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, I was sitting here thinking about what's a dirty thing that Marvel could do to people to really gut punch someone. And I imagine we'll see Robert Downey Jr. back as Tony Stark very soon, but it'll be a scroll pretending to be him, and it'll be to mess with Parker or something like that. Mm-hmm. That'll just be like a real one-two, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you see him, and you're like, oh, but then you know that it can't be, and then that's that. But that's all I really have for Endgame stuff. I just, you mm-hmm. had seen it again recently, and... uh I love the movie. I can't get over it. It's question. Do you think that <clears throat> if uh, Nick Fury would have sent out his little pager message, like maybe I don't know, <laughs> the day before all that shit would have happened, <laughs> that Captain Marvel could have made a fucking difference? Absolutely know, not, right? <laughs> because he didn't want to bother her uh, unless it was absolutely uh, code red, and he didn't know it was code red. No, because all the things that you're talking about, everything that happens in Infinity War one day in the course of like 12 hours it's not a long span of time it's quick well if the city is being attacked by aliens but the avengers call captain marvel no because the avengers handled it before the chitauri came to new york before and the avengers took care of it and now you got people like dr strange in the mix and nick fury has been in the know knows about thanos right no that's the thing they didn't know. know about thanos until that point they were unaware. Shield doesn't know who Thanos is. I mean, even how would they not know their Shield? Think about it. Really think about it. <laughs> Doctor Strange didn't know. He literally in the in Thor Ragnarok says, "I've been going around cataloging all these bad people that pose a threat to Earth," and doesn't mention Thanos because Thanos is working off radar, and anybody that comes into contact with, he kills half of them and ensures the other half doesn't talk. Keep it simple. So no one knows about Thanos. He rises but in the shadows. The That's his whole thing. The Guardians of the Galaxy know about Thanos. But he... And they know mm-hmm. Thor. But they only meet Thor after Thanos has already destroyed Thor's ship. 
Right. But he still hasn't snapped everybody out yet, did he? No, but they're right. trying to stop him so from getting Samuel the other stones. Jackson could have known that somebody was up there fucking with Asgardians. How are them. you? This is great because I don't understand how you can say that Thor and, and Nick Fury. Thor and Nick Fury do not speak like that. But they're all affiliated. They run in the same circles, you see. <laughs> they but all it, know the same What do you think? People. They just play Chinese telephone and call each other and say, hey, bitch, this is what's going Black on. Black Widow seems to be doing a pretty good job running the show. You'd think somebody would be like in communications with Nick Fury, yeah? But Nick Fury was doing Shield's rebuilding after the fall of Shield and Winter Soldier. Him and so that's his excuse for not summoning Captain Marvel. He was no, busy. it's not some. No, 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 no. The thing is, he was too busy to be informed. No, he doesn't think <laughs> the Avengers have handled every threat. They handled Ultron. They've handled every fucking thing else. Okay, mm-hmm. why can't the Avengers handle these dudes that show up? It wasn't Thanos yet. You got to think, Thanos only shows up at the last 30 seconds of the movie on Earth. He's nowhere near Earth until the very end. He walks onto Earth, gets the gauntlet, snaps his fingers, leaves Earth. He's not even there for 10 minutes in the movie. It's quick. It's literally the blip of a radar. So what was, I mean, what is Fury supposed to do? Know that there's some alien threat they've never heard of and no one's warned them about because even Captain Marvel didn't know about Thanos? Uh, yeah, because he's a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they know everything. They don't know everything. <laughs> they don't. Well, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of a interesting question to pose. Like, That's hmm. just, listen, they they talk about it if you go back through and watch all the different movies. The way Thanos is built. Well, I didn't do that. I didn't watch <clears throat> the other fucking movies in a row like you did before we saw Endgame for the first time. I tried. I didn't get all the way through what I tried. I got like 13 movies deep. I got through Civil War and was like, I can't. Um, But no, the thing is, though, is in those movies, Thanos works in the shadows. In Avengers, he's not even, you don't, you don't even, he's so ancillary because he's in the background, tells the other to hire Loki, Loki to go to Earth to get the Tesseract and to invade. Here, use my Chitauri army, Loki. They won't know where it comes from. So Loki's being powered by what? Thanos. No one knows who Thanos is. So then Tony starts having these dreams about what happens in New York and going up into the wormhole and seeing that there's so much more that they could be fighting. And he's like, holy shit, we are nothing. don't you think he would have thought to tell Nick Fury that? Yeah, he did, but he doesn't know who it is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. They, he just says that there's a threat. That's why he keeps telling people we need to build a suit of armor around the world because he knows that there's bigger out there. Mm-hmm. They just don't know what. And Earth keeps getting involved in new things that open them up to the realities of what's happening and now thanos has had a full-blown attack of course it was the 2014 thanos having a full-blown attack on earth people know thanos now and of course with the snap happening they really know thanos so he's like a legendary villain in the annals of that mcu history on earth now but before then no one on earth talked about thanos or even knew his name and the guardians only knew him because gamora is his daughter well and you know how that went so that's all I've got. But didn't did Gamora ever go to Earth? No. Not until this movie. I mean, you gotta think the Guardians Quill never went to Earth. Right. They weren't anywhere near Earth. They were off doing other missions. Hmm. I'm gonna have to think about that. Trust me, I have I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna think about that at all. <laughs> Do you guys know what's kicking ass at the <laughs> box office this weekend? 
the Aladdin live action remake. No. Yeah. It brought in eighty six million in the first weekend and it looks to bring in a total of hundred and five million over the labor over the Memorial Day weekend. Um people say it's pretty good. It's not bad. Is there music in it? Yeah, there's music. There's a whole new world of music. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Clever. Clever, clever. Yeah, I don't know how much I want to see it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't I'll watched any out. of the uh, Disney live action remakes, have we? No. None of them. Because they've done Jungle Book and they've done Lion King. Yeah, I didn't see that. Dumbo. I will not be seeing that. <laughs> no. And then obviously Aladdin. Uh, you know, it is interesting, though. I just found a box full of old VHS tapes from like the late 80s, early 90s. Sweet. And uh, one of them was recording of Dumbo from 1986. Someone wow. had gave to my mom for me. And it's oh. got all the best 1986 commercials still yeah, recorded on it. I was just going to say, I was jamming uh, those commercials. Just yeah. like, oh. Sarah, I, Sarah's like, Veronica, this is like internet gold. <laughs> yeah. There's some gems on there. I, mm-hmm. I need to watch it again. I see. It tastes so wonderfully. <laughs> wonderfully. Yeah, there's some really good Damn. jingles. <laughs> That's awesome. They don't make jingles anymore. No, not no. like that. <clears throat> I had seen that VHS tape so many times. I have like all those little jingles memorized. Nice. <laughs> so it was so like, that was fun. That was fun watching that again. It's funny to bring up Disney because they took over the world. Did you guys hear about the Hulu so acquisition? So Sarah, something uh, terrifying is happening in the world. Uh oh. This just in. So Hulu officially has the has been sold to Disney. Why? Uh, because Disney wanted them. Disney owns and the world now. So let me explain this. Let me further explain. What? Hold on, hold on. You need to understand that Disney already had sixty-six percent of Hulu. Right. They what now have one hundred percent. Keep it. No, they're the, keeping it. They just want to make they all just, the money. They they're want to be a monopoly. Well, think about it. Now all you have to do is tag an additional service of Disney Plus to Hulu, and you don't have to do any damn thing about having but what's going to happen to the content the content's going to stay the content doesn't go away it's disney they have a bigger library are you kidding me they just acquired all of 20th century fox she just means like what if hulu's going to be doing original shows is that going to affect the rate like those things are all staying in creative who has creative control over original concepts they're doing they're letting hulu have their like teams and stuff still they They just just, what happened was through the Fox oh. deal, through the Fox deal, Disney got 66% of Hulu. Mm-hmm. The other 33 and like 0.2% or whatever it was, was uh, I think it was NBC or something like that had it. They just wanted to have full creative control of their thing that they almost have full creative control over anyways. I mean, they had 66% shares. They could pretty right. much have say in anything, so they just were finishing up an acquisition that they wanted anyways i think it's going to be really beneficial like i said you can tag disney plus onto this now and it's in every home already everybody has hulu right it's lightning fast and who's gonna turn down oh 5.99 a month and all you get is every disney movie except for song of the south that's the only one that's not going to be on there officially they are not putting that on there but every other disney movie of all time on there all the star wars on there all the marvel on there it's wild 
Yeah, like December 18th. So what do you think that's going to do for Netflix, especially with their price increases? It's really going to hurt them. Because motherfucking Netflix is now charging me fifteen ninety nine a month. Right. And I remember when it was four ninety nine a month. Me too. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. My first foray into uh, Netflix land was I was living in Crown Point in my little apartment, and I rented all of the X-Files season one discs, and they would mail out like two discs at a time and then i'd watch them and mail them back and then wait for the mm-hmm. next two discs to come in i remember and i oh, binge watched x files like all the way till like season six and then i was like this is stupid i'm just gonna buy them at disc replay and uh-huh. i bought all of the box sets yep and then i watched them all nice i remember those jam. days <laughs> box sets mm-hmm. i think that netflix is gonna have to do a price adjust or decide that they want less original content Mm-hmm. Because they're getting too big for their britches now, and now they say some of their shows are stellar. Like Sabrina is oh, twice. Yeah. The only reason Sabrina is on Netflix is because it can't air on the CW because it's technically a CW show, hundred percent. Like without question, Greg Berlanti produces it, he writes it, his team directs it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's not on the CW. Yeah. I fucking hate the CW. What I'm saying is, is that it's. All the same. The only reason is they're a little bit more adult content, which uh, yeah, keeps it's about them, Satan. <laughs> yeah, which keeps them off of the <laughs> the joke. basic, the basic yeah. channels. You know, mm-hmm. obviously. So. Yeah. Well, get your shit together, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people are going to be you. canceling. Like people are going to cancel HBO Go now. Now that Game of Thrones is over, yeah. what else? <laughs> do we have? It I was. Will, I will ahead. say that HBO now has all of the seasons of any HBO show you can possibly imagine, which makes me happy because I grew up watching HBO. You know, plus that they, was our Sunday night thing at my house with yeah. my family was <clears throat> watching Six Feet Under on HBO or watching Real Time with Bill Maher. Whatever, watching. I remember they would watch Oz, like when that Oz was on, and that was, whew, that was tough. Oh. That was a tough show. <laughs> but yeah, all of those are still on there and uh, worth watching. I mean, they've got stand ups from everybody's catalog mm-hmm. from way Their back. Their stand up is good. <clears throat> I mean, uh, thing is, it was funny to note that HBO Now, how to cancel HBO Now, was the top Googled thing. One hour after the Game of Thrones. Finale. Oh my, those fuckers! God. It spiked. That was the most searched thing. People are ridiculous. Yeah. They do have good movies on there, like movies that you can't get on Hulu or Netflix. I like that. Yeah, but people were only watching for this Game of Thrones series, yeah, yeah. so they they don't care about. And that the was movies like the same or... thing when True Blood was a big fucking deal. That was the same thing with Showtime when Dexter was a big deal. And I'm sure next year there's going to be another show that's going to be the next big deal. I mean, we might have, like, we've been, like, writing this golden era of television out, and I think it's finally starting to to burn out. Like, Game of Thrones is done. Gotham is done. Everything is ending. Arrow is going to end this year. Big Bang Theory just ended this year. Everything's coming to a close. Like, this golden age of television is concluding, and I don't know what we're going to get next. Because, honestly, since I, uh, I got rid of my cable... A, a year it's been over a year now that i haven't had basic cable or tv or direct tv or whatever yeah. i had at the time i've had it all you know the the universe really sucked yeah. comcast was always in and out and direct tv was a pain in my butt so i got rid of it and honestly i don't miss it like because that was like keeping me confined in my house in my little bubble uh-huh. and i would plan things around oh what time is my show coming on like that was the thing for me to do and 
I feel like since I got rid of it, I've been able to make other things more important. Freed you from the television chains. Yeah, the TV mm-hmm. casualty life. Oh, nice hybrid moment there. <laughs> well, you try. Ta-da, that was volleyball with... Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I feel like... Was there anything else on our list this week that we wanted to discuss? Did we miss anything? think so we pretty much talked about everything we wanted to talk about let me see yeah yeah the only other thing that i was gonna talk about was uh hulu having excellent anime selections right now because uh i haven't watched anime in a long time and i really loved it i have a lot of favorites and several of them are on hulu right now and i was super surprised to see Ninja Scroll. Have you ever yeah. seen Ninja Scroll? Long time ago. Oh, it's one of my favorite animes. It's so dark and <laughs> really good. Like, it's... Cre- Oof. I really want to watch it again. Okay. And Akira. Akira Once we finish there. Sabrina, we'll need to start The Flash, and we can do Ninja Scroll. Okay. Because well, we've Ninja got Scroll so many shows. Ninja Scroll is just shows. like a movie. It's not a series. Oh, it was just a one-off. Well, th- what's on Hulu is, yeah. It's just a movie. Okay. Yeah. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I like... Uh, as is Akira. That's mm-hmm. just a movie. They're doing well. a live action Akira. <sighs> yep. What white girl is going to star in it? Let's see. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> it better not be Scarlett Johansson again. <laughs> <laughs> They're also oh. doing a live action Cowboy Bebop, by the way. Oh, One of my favorite you are animes. about to be fucking jacked, woman. <laughs> Uh-oh. Who is it? Who is it? So, I, I let me just read this. Thor Ragnarok director Taika Waititi's next big-budgeted project is the live-action version of the long-beloved manga series Akira. So Taika Waititi is doing it. interesting. And it has a release date, May 21st, 2021. Mm-hmm. Damn. Being distributed by Warner Brothers. Uh, let's see. I don't know that if the, anybody's officially attached to the cast yet. Mm. Well, Ooh. I'd be interested in finding out who they cast for that. Taika Waititi, it's going to be gold. I mean, I hope so. That that leaves me some hope. Chessmate. <laughs> Chessmate. Yeah. <laughs> you dork. All right, should we get the 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 plugs going on here? Yeah, go ahead, wrap it up. Okay, folks, you can check out Foodies Watching Movies right here on the Journey into Comics Network at journeyintocomics.com or get us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, and many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network or go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics. Give us a dollar for early access and exclusive content to all of our podcasts on this network. Get them there for a buck. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Foodies Watching Movies, Season 3, Episode 18. Meat on sticks. I think that's what I was going to call it. I don't remember. It was a line from... It was from a something s- about Mary reference, yeah. in case yeah. you didn't know. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> yeah. It's a line it from that. needs to be more meat on the stick. Yeah. Chicken satay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that chicken satay was <sighs> flame. Chicken satay, though. All right. Well, for this week's episode, I've been Nate. Veronica. Sarah. We'll see you guys later. Eat fearless.